mentally healthy, but also maybe on the brink of Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, well, let me know. <laughs> Just try and throw up, shoot up a flare before you yeah. go uh, Unabomber. Yeah, before I start writing letters. Yeah. To yeah. everyone. Could you run those by me first, please? Sure. Okay. Sure. I'll, I'll take a picture and uh, snapshot you the, the letters just for proofreading. That's great. And then I'm in the loop. So if I don't read them in a timely fashion, I'm culpable. <laughs> yeah, great. This could be a bad idea. Yeah. Nigel wrote this letter with a charred pine cone, and you didn't think to call the government? I didn't read it. I don't read everything he writes me. <laughs> I couldn't really read it. It was very thick piece of charcoal. I thought that was from Murray. <laughs> I thought it was a piece of art. I don't know what he's doing. I think it's totally time for you to have a beer if you'd like to go for it. Take this! Well, hello, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Jake This of Jake Johansson podcast. It's me. I'm, yeah, you knew that. It's episode 110. I like to count them, so that's what I'm doing. And uh, it's it's really more about me than it is about you, episode 110, but I hope you're, hope you're enjoying them. I'm glad you're listening. This week, Nigel returns. Nigel returns to the podcast. I was able to connect with him on the internet. You heard a little bit of it at the beginning. And we had a silly conversation, kind of as we always do. And uh, that's what's going to happen this week. I am also this week heading off to, where am I going? Indianapolis, to Morty's in Indianapolis. And so you can find out about all that if you check my website, jakethis.com, unless you're listening to this later than now, in which case you're in trouble, but I'm going to be in Morty's at 2122 and 23 of August, that's 2014, and if you want to go see me at some other places, check jakethis.com, follow me on Twitter at jakethis, or listen to the podcast, usually I plug a bunch more dates, but I'm coming up in Cleveland, I got Denver, I'm going to post them all, they're out there, I want you to come and see those, that's, that's what this is all about, that's what this is, that's what we're doing right now, is I'm trying to convince you to come out so that we can hang out together and not just on the earbud thing that you're listening to. Not that there's anything wrong with listening th- to things on your earbuds. I've met a lot of a lot of good friends that way listening to other people's uh, podcasts. They're not really I mean I'm I'm the only one who knows that we're friends. <laughs> If that describes you and me, hey, let's change that a little bit. Come out to the club. Let's get this squared away. Anyway, uh, this week, Nigel is here. I'm super glad to have him here. I, I sort of want to get on with it. So here we go. I can't quite make that out. A oh, welcome to your online tutorial. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you could be here for me. It's good to be here. At the end, you get a free T-shirt. Do I do I have to prove that I did all the workouts yeah. or? Yeah, well, it's just it's more marketing for us. Uh, should I take a before photo? <laughs> yes. I've just made myself some ridiculously power, powerful coffee, so I'm pretty excited about. Oh uh, man, I just realized I think I've had three cups. <laughs> it's going to be a good show. I don't know, or I might just black out. Well, I hope not. I hope not. It's been a long yeah. time. I've missed you. I know. It's been a long time. We haven't... Uh, I don't even know when the last time we talked was. It's been forever. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on now? Canada? 
Jeez, uh, what is going on in Canada? No, because I've been living in a cabin in the woods for the last month. What? You're, it looks like you're peeking over a fence at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let me fix that. There we go. What yeah, cabin go. in the woods have you been living in? Just a cabin in the woods. I can't give you the exact location. I'm working on a lot of top-secret military stuff. I know, but I, didn't, I don't know you to be a cabin in the woods kind of a guy. What? Look at this beard. You know, it's nice. It's nice. No, I get it. But what are you doing? Are you building your cabin? Are you living in a cabin while you're building a cabin? Isn't that how you do it? Do you have a cabin towed in, or do you have someone build a cabin that you live in while you build your cabin? No, I think if you're building a cabin, you live in one of those oil skin tents. Mm, wow. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, I suppose. Well, do you, are you so are you? You're not living in an oil skin tent. You've already said you're living no, in a cabin. No, it's already a cabin. I just missed that phase. I could. I could get an oil skin tent though, and maybe build something different. Do they still sell oil skin tents? Because I thought it was all that space age nylon type of stuff. I don't know if they still. They probably do because some guys probably like. Look, I can't sleep unless I smell that gross oil. <laughs> right. I need to be. <laughs> well, I need, I need the smell of kerosene in my face. Before my daughter do doesn't like the sound of the nylon when it rubs against the other nylon, so she would love an oil skin tent. Oh, yeah. Well, but the, then you got a, the odor. Have you ever slept in one of those? Like, I remember as a kid being in, no. we had one, and it was like a canvas, and it smells. It's a strong odor to get. It's probably not good for you. It probably causes all kinds of cancer. It's mold, right. Well, yeah, who knows what part mold. of How much of our personalities do you think has been created by that tent smell? Yeah, I know. And the DEET that you put on <laughs> oh, your skin. Yeah. <laughs> I love that they call it DEET, but it's actually isn't it DDT? It, it, well, maybe it's not. What is DEET? Do you know? It's in DEET is a it's a compound that goes into uh, like insect um, repellent, hardcore certain insect repellents. Yeah, a lot of them don't use it anymore, but the the, the it's the stuff that works. It's one of those right. like. Like, they used it in Vietnam or something. I don't know how they decided it was the best. That's what I thought, that the DEET was actually DDT. But, yeah, the, the no DEET. You see the you see pesticide, the insect repellent that says no DEET, and that means it doesn't work. That means, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, if you still want to get bitten by mosquitoes, rub this on. The placebo effect will work on you, but you'll be able to see the bites, but they won't itch because you'll think that you didn't get bitten. Yeah, until you go to sleep in your oil skin tent and it's, everything's itchy. It all smells like, like the past. Everything stinks, but it's all like, man, let's go camping. Are we? I did some camping this summer, so I've already camped. Oh. I didn't tell you, you didn't about... Do, go ahead. This? You didn't do it in an oil skin tent? And, no. no. We had we put on a little bit of insect repellent. We got that Avon Skin So Soft. Mm. That turns out that repels some of the minor insects. If you got some really wimpy mosquitoes, you can repel them with that. And you can, you can kill ants with almost anything. I don't know if you knew that. Really? Ants are weak? Yeah, if you have ants in your house, you know, like house ants, those little tiny oh, ones that make yeah, a trail, you can get a wet paper towel and it take them out. Yeah, but the camping ones, the, the ones that bite, those are the ones you're worried about, the bigger ones, right? Right, but you don't get those ones, the hairy ones with a red you know, skeleton on them. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know they were hairy. Now I'm terrified. Yeah, they have little hairs on them. I don't know what they use the hairs for. You can't... It, someday when we're able to talk to ants, what kind of conversation is that going to be? It's going to be not good. Yeah. Well, it's just going to be like, why are you guys so busy? Relax. That's what we're going to say to them. Yeah. Well, like, what are you doing? Why? And what, we're what, camping. We're camping. What are we're you camping. We're, us bigging, we're digging a bigger us? hole. We're digging a bigger hole for our queen, and then we're, yeah. we're so that there can be more of us. We're making. We're. It's all for the good of our family, and 
That's the sit thing. Down, is, have some, sit down and have some s'mores. Well, we would that love some like s'mores. <laughs> s'mores. The ants would say, we love s'mores. Are you kidding me? We are the yep. sweet ants. We're the sweet ants. We love sweet. The yep. greasy ants, you know what they want? French fries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm off the French fries. I stopped, I stopped the fast food. I'm really? a month in now. Month in. No moved, fast food. What's going on? How, why'd you do that? I had a heart attack. i'm laughing because i don't think that's true (laughs) i wouldn't just if this is your first episode of the podcast you're listening to you think wow these guys are mean (laughs) guy just had a heart attack and the other guy laughed right in his face um (laughs) yeah it's true it's true it's pretty rude tell you about my medical my medical problems right that's it Right. <laughs> anyway, I'm assuming it was a minor heart attack that you had then. Yeah, it was more just uh, I was doing a lot of I had a lot of road gigs and I was driving and eating that garbage all the time and I just was right. like I hate it. I used to not mind like I'm a pretty unhealthy person generally for in terms of fast food and eating. I don't eat very well, but uh, yeah, I found even when I was trying to eat like the healthiest I would eat on the road is maybe Subway or something, you know, mm-hmm. like that's, and even that I, I just, I can't even stomach. I mean, you know, that's, they came out with the thing about how they cook the bread, the yoga mat or whatever. Well, they just put a little bit of that yoga mat that, foam in there, but they stopped as soon as people found out that they were doing that, they stopped doing it. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the kind that. of, that's the kind of people we're dealing with now. Yeah. I love oh, right. Well, you probably didn't want that and you're right, right, right. Okay. We t- we're taking it out. We're not putting that yoga mat stuff in there. Guys, nobody wants the broken glass and the salami. Are you serious? Okay. Yeah. Take it out. Okay. We didn't even need to put it in there. I don't yeah, know why we, we did that. We, I thought it made it, t- it made it crunchy. It made it sort of crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing how they do that. They just turn around. They're like, okay, we won't do it anymore. Like, it's just like, we're just going to do They're like, it's like a three-year-old. Like, I'm going to do this until somebody catches me. And then as soon as they catch me, I'll just stop. And act like I'm a good guy. Act like, yeah. I'm a, oh, what, yoga mat? Right. Oh, no, 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 no. We're, no we don't oh. put that in there. Any, who, who, who's, who told us to put that yoga mat in there? <laughs> who, where's the guy that said put yoga mat stuff in our sandwiches? we got to fire him. Well, yeah. When we find him, we're going to fire him. Yeah, just like a three-year-old. What, you didn't want this garden hose in the house? I thought you didn't want me to hose down the carpet? Okay, okay. I won't I do it this then. Was, I won't do like, it then. Okay, yeah. I thought this was a fireman scene. Okay, never mind. So you're off the junk food You're, you're because for a health thing. I think that's a good idea. You're still you know, eating Chipotle, No, it wasn't even right? health. It's just that I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm just really <laughs> oh, okay. sick of it. But I would find myself eating it anyways because it's so convenient and fast. You're just like, whatever, I'll get a Big Mac and I'll eat that and then I'll keep going. Yeah, I, I feel all that that stuff, it slow. I can have it every once in a while, but it really kind of slows me down. Yeah, and then I just, I just got over it. And I was like, you shouldn't be eating it. And I don't even want to be eating it. I think it's okay to have it every once in a while if it's if if that's your thing. But if you're eating it all the time, you're asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah. So I'm out. So I'm out for about a, I think about a month now. Been done. So you've moved. I don't really in. feel any different. I don't really feel any healthier. I thought I'd be like, I'll probably feel a lot better. No, feel the same. Well, that is that's that's interesting. That your report is uh, you stopped eating junk food and you feel exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, but I don't want to eat anymore. The thing I do notice is that. I don't want to eat it anymore. Like I would go through period when, when I was eating it, mm-hmm. I would crave it. Like if you go to Wendy's or something, then like two days later, you're like, man, I can go for some more Wendy's again. But when you stop eating it, you don't feel like it anymore. I think they might be putting stuff in it that makes you I want think, it more. 
I think so. I think there is. Well, did you hear that, um, you know, Jamie Oliver, the, the chef guy, the cookbook yes. guy? Yes, I he do just know won, He just won that thing. It's the same thing we're talking about with Subway with the bread. He won uh, a thing because he called McDonald's out on how they would they take their meat for their hamburgers. And it's at, at the time they get it, it's not fit for human con- consumption. Uh-huh. And then they take it and they wash it in like an ammonia solution, like chemical solution. They they wash it all and then they clean it and then they make it into meat so that it's fit to eat again. So anyways, he caught them doing this. They admitted that they're like, yeah, we'll stop doing that. We're going to get a different way to get our meat. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Now that yeah. you, now that you, when you put it that way, it doesn't sound very appetizing. Well, they call it pink slime. I had heard about, I had heard about the pink slime. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just so, and when you think about it, I mean, really, I guess you, like you shouldn't be able to get a whole burger for ninety nine cents. No, really. it's too cheap. There's something yeah, in there that's something... not that's not cow and bread. Yeah, I mean, when you go to the dollar store and you buy something, you know it's going to break right mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're not buying something good. It is a weird thing to think about that you eat that food and you think, well, I'm in a hurry, and you don't really get like, look, this thing that you're eating that's made out of pink slime and yoga mats it's actually going to become part of you you know it's going to go inside your body and get digested and so now you are going to be part yoga mat and pink slime yeah and pink slime it's but i I sort of think that at this point in my life whatever i'm there's probably some pink slime and yoga mat in there already Uh, yeah well we're just trying to keep it it's all about uh uh, moderation i mean a little bit of yoga mat is fine. I mean, it makes it easier to take a nap. You lie down, you're comfy. You got a nice little cushion on your back already from the yoga <laughs> mat. That's been... it's got some foam in there already. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think it's worse for like when you see kids. Like I saw, I was walking through the mall and I saw this mom with a baby in the straw. I don't know, not a baby, but a very very small child who was like teething on McDonald's French fries mm-hmm. in the in her little tray thing in her stroller. I, I, I just, you know, like I think that's. A, I, I think most people think that's a bad idea. Well, I get it. It's an economic thing. Saying, like, the yoga mat is getting into that baby at a really formative place. Like that, that child's really. You're probably messing with the DNA at that point. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You don't want to. You want the yoga mat to be part of your skin and your ass and the bottoms of your feet, but you don't want it to be part of your brain or your eye. Yeah, you know good that's call. the problem. Feeding it to a baby. Good call. I, I feel think like the guy- I should point. This is always a good idea to point out during the podcast that we we don't know anything about what we're talking about. We so. are medical doctors. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> you are. You're a medical doctor of prescriptions. That's true. That is a fact. Um, but uh, yeah, I wonder if that'll be the next thing that they come out with. Like, look, McDonald. Look, we can control where this stuff is going in your body. Don't worry, it's not going to your brain. This is just going to your fatty tissues. Like, they'll, they'll come out yeah, with some... it's no big deal. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, we I... put in another additive that makes sure it goes straight to your ass. Now I'm repeating... Now I'm going to repeat a rumor that I heard years ago, so it may not be true at all, but this yoga mat business integrated into your body could be... False. Anyway, so I had heard that corpses now, because of all the preservatives that we're eating... Your body, corpses don't rot as quickly as they used to because they're all full of preservatives from the food really? th- that we eat. Yeah. I don't know if, if that's true or not, but how do you like that? Resistant? Go. If, if you get cremated, are we flame resistant too? Are they just like, look, 
those yoga mats have asbestos, and this he won't he won't burn. We can't get him to light. <laughs> we can't we can't light this guy. He's real fat. I no, thought he would melt. I don't think so. I, I think that they can still burn you up if they get the fire hot enough. That's pretty amazing that we're decomposing at a different rate. Yeah, no big deal. No true. big deal, everybody. I yeah, I think it might be true, but you can Google that. People, I wish I had time to Google this stuff before we started talking, but yeah, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> no, and you know what? As soon as we're done this, I'm going to forget about it anyways. Yeah, so, and you're going to a or, cabin. Yeah, or when I do recall it, remember it, I'm going to interpret it as fact because we talked about. <laughs> That's it. why I'm probably repeating something that I heard as a debunked rumor years ago, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It all started in the Civil War. That's when we started embalming people. I do okay. know that. So to preserve them so that they so that they could get home and have a funeral. Yeah. That's when we started embalming people and now we do it we just do it anyway. But I'm talking about non embalmed the non embalmed tissue. Anyway, this doesn't really this isn't this that's not why we're here, Nigel. No. It's not it's not getting uplifting. <laughs> no, I I don't really care what happens to my body after I'm deceased. I I'm more interested in the right now. Yeah. How yeah. about that? How about speaking of the right now? Well, speaking of people who are, you know, I, I the, the whole Robin Williams suicide. I talked about oh, it a little yeah. at the beginning of last week's episode. What uh, a bummer! Yeah, that's a bummer. I take I didn't hear your last week's episode, but you already talked about this. I know you're very busy. Yeah. Well, no, no, I just, I just remembered him a little bit. It was you know, it's a shock. It's a shock when you're a comedian and another comedian decides to uh, give up yeah. like that. Well, and did you know him? Because I knew him a little San bit. Francisco guy, you were a San Francisco. I knew guy. him a little bit, but not not. I didn't have his phone number or anything, but I would say hi to him when I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprising. I mean, it's weird how much that happens in this business too. You know, the entertainment yeah. business seems to be pretty ripe with it, whether it's intentional or you know drug overdoses or suicides or you know there's a lot of a lot of sad, a lot of sad, a lot of people trying to stop feeling what they're feeling. They're feel yeah. they're having some bad feelings, and they're trying to switch to those to other feelings, either by drugs or alcohol or by the big off switch. Yeah, yeah. It's weird because I feel like there is so much sadness in society in general. I mean, not like our industry is kind of weird because it's, I think it's extreme highs and extreme lows, so it's it's sort of a unique. And we're and we're too. sort of raw. We're on stage talking about it, and and I feel like we're talking to each other about it maybe more than most uh, other people who aren't in show business or some artistic. They've got a day job. They've got a they've got a life that that they're not, they don't get a, they don't get a chance to to indulge in that kind of being bummed out and talking to other people about it they're too busy trying to get to pay their bills and take care of their families and all that other stuff i mean not that i'm not trying to do that but you know i feel like i have many more conversations about that with people like you about depression or about feelings than than um like let's say my dad did yeah yeah that's true well that was a different generation too they just held it all in and hoped for the best yeah it probably also, took them five years to even realize that the oilskin cabin smelled bad. Really, you think it smells bad too? I've been thinking that. I don't know. I kind of don't mind it anymore. I mean, I've been coming here for thirty years. Helps me go to sleep. I mean, initially I used to have headaches for like six months at a time, but you know now it's pretty nice. Now I'm fine. Um, yeah, it's sort of like I was thinking about that a lot, being up, but like 
you know, being in a cabin and stuff and pioneers and settlers. And like, I don't, I think like those guys, maybe there was depression. Like if, if, if there was ever a time to be depressed, I think it would be being a settler and a pioneer. Oh my just God. like in a dirt floor log cabin with the howling wind outside and you don't have running water and you're tr- hoping you're, baby doesn't die or get some kind of weird disease because there's no doctor i mean like if there's any time to be but i don't i feel like they weren't and maybe that's it you know you're so busy trying to survive that you don't really have time to to think but i think today like i was out uh yesterday went out for drinking man it was just like just seemed like everybody was so unhappy and sad and i was like we have it so good in a lot of ways. I know it's, and it's, yet I feel like people are so sad in general in society and lonely. I feel like we're not. I feel like we're not taking care of each other the best way we could. We're, you know, I, I think most people want to care about other people, and and certainly you want to care about your friends and family. But we don't. But we we're not sort of relating to each other on that level. I, I, that's one of the things that I like when I'm doing shows is I really enjoy saying hello to people and having a little bit of a connection to them because I feel like so many people feel disconnected or they're just doing jobs that they don't like or, you know. Yeah. I think technology is a big part of that. I think, I think even though, I think some people use it as a great way to connect. It can be a positive thing. You know, if you have Facebook, you can still talk to your, you know, your buddy that you went to college with, but he lives in a different country or whatever. But I also <laughs> like, think for example, really, what we're doing right now, Nigel. Yeah, like what we're doing right now. Yeah, this is a great way to, to you know, maintain those friendships and relationships and, and have something positive in your life. But also, I think it creates a lot of isolation, too, where people just, you can sort of retreat and just sit there and look at your, you know, Facebook and not interact with those people and mm-hmm. talk to those people. Just kind of look at it and just sort of see what's out there. And you're just sitting by yourself in your, you know home your apartment or your basement or whatever and yeah sort of seeing what the world is doing and a lot of the stuff that's out there isn't real anyways you know it's a lot of people post stuff that's people are not being truthful about their actual lives yeah Yeah, it's not real life you know like when people post you're sort of seeing the highlights of people's lives Mm -hmm. you know like you're seeing your friend buying his new porsche or whatever but you're not seeing him working his 80-hour work week. I posted several pictures of my meals, but I've never posted any of my poops. No, exactly. <laughs> it's all bright See? side. You're Maybe all... that's a new thing. Maybe that's the next step in social media. i got to believe that's already going on it's somewhere. out there. Yeah, please if do you've... not email me a link to that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that app on my phone. Who pooped? <laughs> Somebody pooped. That's what it's called. Somebody pooped. And you get a little bing. Check Nigel, your phone. Jake 186 just took a poop. Oh, wait, hang on. I got to see Jake's poop. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, man. Now, I hate to, I don't want to, I, I don't want to make you talk about something that you don't want to talk about, but what What about this cabin that you've been living in? Where? What, what are you doing? I'm just, I'm just up here for two months till end of, uh, well, August into September. I'll be there till mid-September. And whose cabin is it? It's uh, it's my family's cabin. And is there anyone else in there with you, or is it just you? Just me, hiding in the woods. Are you smoking weed and writing thought... poems, or what are you doing in there? <laughs> I wish. Is that what I should be doing? Should I be well, smoking? I can't smoke weed. That was the I first can't... thing that came to mind. But, you, you no, you, you don't have to smoke weed to write poems. I, I didn't mean to suggest that. I could drink whiskey and write poems. Yeah, that's dangerous, though, because then... 
as long as there's no guns, you're probably safe. But whiskey and poems yeah. and guns, it's going to lead no. to some kind of trouble. No, no. I'm, I am working on a couple of writing projects. Uh, but that's it. It's great for that because it's it's nice and peaceful. Quiet. I got a I got a muskrat. Hang out with some ducks. A wild muskrat, or is it a pet? I don't think he can make. No, those he's into- a wild guy, but he really like he doesn't mind hanging out. He comes like he comes right up and sits next to me and eats grass. What is a muskrat like? Is it like a? It's like it's a like rodent. A beaver. It's like but a it doesn't have a beaver tail, though, right? Does doesn't it? have a beaver tail. No, it has a gross tail. I try not to look at his tail. His tail is pretty gross. It's yeah. like a ratty tail. Is he a little embarrassed about it? Like, does he sit in a way so you can't get a good look at his tail? Sometimes, yeah. He sometimes kind of curls it up a little bit. He sort of sits on it. Other you- times, not too much. I try not to talk about it. I don't bring it up to him. Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't go, "Hey, Murray, what's up with your? What's up with that tail?" Yeah. What is what he? Happened? Does he talk to you, or do you just talk to him? No, I just mostly ask him questions, and he listens. Mm-hmm. He's a good it's listener. One way, he's a great listener. It's one way. Really, hell, you don't get depressed when you're hanging out with a muskrat. Uh, how big are muskrats? Uh, he's like bigger than a squirrel. Smaller than, smaller than a beaver. Bigger than a squirrel. Smaller like a house a, cat size. Yeah, like a like a like a cat, maybe small cat. Uh huh. Little cat. And is it swampy? Does he come up out of the water? They live in the water, don't they? Do they swim around? Yeah, mostly he's not, no, he's mostly hanging out with me now. Now, like every day, he's I think he's just become super comfortable, and he's like, hey, let's because ducks. There's all these ducks, which are pretty fun to hang out with. Like I don't know if you ever watched ducks before, like how they walk and yes. behave. They're pretty yeah. fun. They hate hanging out with people. Like they don't want to. They don't want to hang out at all. Yeah, I go out there to feed them, and they're just like, "Fuck, let's get out of here. Screw this guy." Yeah, beat it, run away. We'll be back for the yeah. food later when you go to bed, jackass. Yeah, they take off. Nothing, but Murray's like, "I'll hang out." What yeah. are you doing? I'm your friend. Do you ever feed him little pieces of hot dog? No, I don't think I want to feed him meat because it might he might become huge. Yeah, yeah, that's a good me. idea. I don't want a mutated, <laughs> mutated muskrat that <laughs> I hear the door open at night. Just. <laughs> And he Larry? actually, he's learned a couple Larry, of words. Nigel, <laughs> Nigel, I can't sleep. I can't sleep, Nigel. Do you have any more hot dog? <laughs> he's going for the hot dogs. I, are you in the bedroom, Nigel? I can't Just find you. <laughs> Just be quiet. Act like we're not here. Turn the light out. I can hear you talking to someone. Do you have another friend? <laughs> You know I'm going to find you, Nigel. I always do. I forgot to leave some hot dogs on the deck. I'm going to check the fridge while you get dressed. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, So you're out there in this remote area and then you just come in to do some Skyping today and then you're going to go back out. Yeah, I just came in. I came in cuz uh, I don't have internet. Well, I mean, I have internet in the sense that I can uh get stuff through my cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like I can hotspot my cell phone and send some emails and stuff, but for but you know, actual if you want to get online and watch videos or surf stuff, forget it. Uh-huh. But uh it's actually nice. I don't really miss it. I get on every once in a while I post something on Instagram or Whatever, what are you doing out there then? You reading books? Just writing. Yeah, I got a couple books on the go, and I'm working on three three different writing projects. Well, awesome. So, is one yeah. of them a manifesto? 
<laughs> one was about me taking down the government. Uh huh. One. I also had to bring in a bag of mail today. <laughs> one of them's a complete fantasy about me and my pet muskrat going to Mars. Yeah, it's a sci-fi film. We're gonna terraform that bitch. <laughs> We're gonna be rich. I'm genetically uh, modifying the muskrat so that it will be able to talk, and then also pilot the spaceship. Well, I don't know. That's your. That's an impression of you that I'm doing when you're. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I've really mutated too. The yeah. hot dogs have had an effect on me in the cabin. I don't know where you're getting these hot dogs, Nigel, but I feel like they're affecting both of us adversely. <laughs> Murray, let's quick hot dog eating contest. You and me, go. <laughs> then let's then let's let's get in the rocket, fired up. Murray and I have been having daily hot dog eating contests, and I'm starting to feel pretty good about it. I was win because I got the size advantage on him. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I've got an opposable thumb. Just one. Just one. Had a bad injury. <laughs> feeding the ducks. The other one I bit off in my hot dog eating contest. <laughs> Pretty zealous. Mm. Yeah. Well, what other news you got for me? Uh, nothing. That's it. Then September, I'm going, doing a little tour in the UK. That's my first uh, my first trip over there. Oh, so that's, that's great. Exciting. That's going to be yeah. great. Yeah, I'm excited to do that. That should be fun. And that, you were just over there, or recently. Well, I was over there for that Kilkenny Festival. I'm trying to get organized to be able to go over and uh, do some stuff in London maybe next year. But oh, uh, Yeah. Well, maybe we can do a podcast over there. That would be. I did. A, I did a live one last week. Anyway, you got oh, to listen. That's to right. That. I was yeah. going to ask you about that because I well, saw the I saw the tweet post on it. It's on the internet. You can listen to it. Okay. How'd it go? It went, <laughs> went pretty well. well. People who are listening to this hopefully have already heard it, but they should yeah. check that out if they want to. Yeah, you should go back and listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about uh, it's all about the future. So, are you gonna bi- are you still gonna build the cabin in the woods? Um, well, that's still in the works. Mm-hmm. It's still still being worked on as we speak. That's backburnered for now. It's yeah, for this, it's not gonna happen right away. Mm-hmm. It'll be at least another, maybe next. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's sort of it's sort of not in my some of it's not in my hands right now. So I'm sort of waiting to see what the the damn government is. It the government? Well, Murray had some ideas that he thought would. So it sort of threw everything mm-hmm. into a bit of a tizzy. He submitted his yeah. own paperwork to the local yeah. council, and now well, it's... he's got some great building ideas. I yeah, mean, it's you know it's 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 different. Yeah pile of wood packed with mud that's do muskrats build little dams and stuff or are they yeah they kind of see i don't know they they usually go into the bank and i think that yeah they're like beavers build dams right where they'll kind of live in a right but a lot of times they'll they'll sort of burrow into the bank and have a little house in there muskrats will yeah but uh lately i think he's been staying under the deck with me like he kind of just crawls under there in the evening and Mm mm-hmm so I don't know. I feel like he's kind of moving in. He's sort yeah. of really. I'm just gonna. This is a little bit of a yellow flag, Nige. You got yeah, a muskrat it, living under your house. It might not be good. I should probably start talking to him. Be like, hey, look, what are your plan? Like, do you still have your own place, or are you? <laughs> like, are you still keeping your apartment? Yeah. Are, are we man and muskrat now? Because I don't know if I'm ready for that relationship. I'm all right with you leaving a toothbrush here, you know, but. I don't know if you need. If you're moving in full time, then we got to talk. Yeah, yeah. 
Sounds good. Well, sounds sounds like you got some good boundaries. You really <laughs> <laughs> you really know how to operate in the world. If things work out with this muskrat, maybe you could move on to a lady next. Ah, I don't think I want to do that. That sounds like a mm-hmm. disaster. Let right. me tell you, pro, the, the whole thing with the relationships is uh, it's tricky. Oh. It's tricky. Oh, it is. I mean, I'm, enjo- I'm enjoying my relationship with my wife, my marriage, our marriage, you know, but uh, it's that, that close proximity and, and uh, you know, you've, you've got to talk about everything. You've got to talk about things all the time. And so then you got to all the time, and you've got to live with disagree. Yeah, they're there all the. Well, she's not here right now. She's out with our kid doing something. <laughs> but they're going to come back. Oh, this is one thing. My daughter wanted to go out and and buy. She saved up some money to go buy some fake pirate money. So she's going to spend. They're like these piratey coins they sell at the toy store, but they're oh, just man. they're selling them for seventy five cents for a for a coin that looks like. A fifty cent piece, or a, piece a qu- or a quarter. No, it's they're metal. They're actually metal. Oh, okay. But uh, but I tried to tell her, look, why don't we just get some foreign money? I get some foreign change, and then at least it's money, you know. Yeah. So later, when you're tired of it, but it doesn't look enough like pirate money to her. So she's buying this fake money. I tried to explain to her, like, no one cares about this money except for you, a little kid. You're never going to be able to to get your money back out of this money that you're I buying. can already tell you're not going to win this argument. No, I completely no lost. Way. I got my ass kicked. We're yeah. we're we're dumping what what we what I should be doing is going to buy a machine that makes these fake pirate coins and then I could start cleaning up with kids in the neighborhood. Yeah. Give me your real money, I'll give you some fake money and we'll call it an even trade. Right. It's like they're selling slugs for parking meters for a quarter. You know, the actual yeah. slug. They're selling the slug for the same price as the coin. You know, it's yeah. ridiculous. It's yeah. a bad It's a bad choice, but I, I didn't get anywhere. You're right. I got zero. I got nowhere with that. Yeah, kids, that's one thing I realized. Kids, there's no, like, when they've kind of got it in their head about something like that, it's like the logic just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't explain something rationally and logically. They're like, yeah, well, it's pirate, but I need the pirate money. Yeah, I need it. You what think you, I don't understand, but really, the person who doesn't understand is you. <laughs> it's you. And what you don't understand is I also need a trunk, like a big treasure chest, that I'm going to fill with this pirate money. And, and then I'm going to bury it. Next. My first move, <laughs> less than a day after I get all this stuff, is to bury it. Yeah. So, who's the idiot now? <laughs> is it me, or is it you? Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. That's tough. It's tough. Kids' relationships. So what's your workout really? regimen now that you're not eating junk food? Are you doing any kind of uh, powerlifting? Are you? No, I started still doing the kettlebells. Started doing the kettlebells again, and running. Started running. Oh, I was going to get back into running, but I just don't think my knees can handle it. It hurts. Started... My my daughter will jump off of something, and my knees hurt. Like I can feel it in my groin sometimes <laughs> when she jumps. It's just like, <laughs> oh, that would hurt. If I did that, it would hurt so bad. It's it's the same sensation as as a guy when you see some other guy get kicked in the balls. You're just like, yeah. oh, that's what it feels like when I see her jump off of something. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not good to watch. Like it's it's pretty amazing how resilient kids are when you see them like fall off their bike or something. Like I was mm-hmm. like had had the kids at the park, my niece and nephew, and I mean they're falling and doing stuff. And I just you watch it, and I just go, I would take a month to recover from that. Yeah, I mean yeah. that would be a pretty major fall for me. And so <laughs> just like get up and keep going like nothing. This is where and I'm at like, in my life, though, Nigel. That's how I feel when you tell me you're running. 
Wow, you don't even have a visual. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, running. How long can you go out and run for? Do you do you go in like a ten miler? Oh no, I do short run. Hundred yards, like yeah, like fifty feet. (laughs) I mostly. You just throw your keys and then run and pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's not an effective workout, yeah, but it, it's, I feel very positive. What it I've can done. be. If you throw your keys into the middle of some other guys who might want your car. <laughs> uh, no, I've, I'm just doing short. I've always done kind of short runs, like maybe like 20 minutes tops, mm-hmm. but a pretty good pace. Yeah. And then it's enough that I feel I feel good mm-hmm. about it i feel like i did something but it's also like i know i'm not i'm not blowing a hip or wrecking right. my knees or anything you right. know then you get back in the cabin and work on your poems yeah then i write some more uh love love songs <laughs> i try to get inside peter satira's head <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who peter satira is who is that isn't that the guy from chicago i think Oh, maybe. Band? I don't know. That was uh, an obscure one. It's I, another I chance it, for us. We should it, be I'm googling. Like, I'm not even sure that's his right name. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter for the purposes of this show. Yeah, doesn't nobody really else matter. knows either. Doesn't we really don't know. Matter. They don't know. Nobody knows anything, Jake. I know they don't. We're all just floating don't. around out there. Well, that's yeah. To go back to to go back to that's the theme of the show of how people are just sad all the time. What's the solution? What's the solution to all this sadness? I don't know. I think uh, I think it's. Uh, What's your solution? I was trying to think. Well, I was trying to think of what causes it. Right? Like, I mean, I mean, there's certain things that are like my buddy right now, who I saw last night, is he's going through a divorce and he's got a little baby, and so I get. I get being depressed about that. Like your life is upside down and awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I think a lot of people are just generally just have a general kind of like, Ugh. you know, I was out in a restaurant the other night. You think you're at the restaurant it should be fun. Everybody's having a pint and some food. Somebody's bringing you food. You don't have to go get it. Or you're having it. a beer and some food with people uh, who you like. Yeah, and you're on a patio, and I was like, why aren't all these, like, there were so many, like, the waitress was miserable, and the guy, when we walked in, the host guy was, I was just like, why, what is with this place? I mean, we're having a great time, having fun, and I I don't know what causes, I guess, because maybe, in a weird way, I feel like it's maybe because we have too much awesome, like, there's too much good, fun stuff that you just become numb to it. Can't appreciate it. Well, I definitely think, have you been meditating? No, I don't meditate. Should Every, I be? Yeah, you should. Oh. Everybody, everybody I've been talking to, I've talked to a lot of people who it's really changed their life, and I've been trying to get started doing it. But uh, there's there's meditation, which is to try and cool yourself out and just, you know, just be. And then oh. there's gratitude meditation, where you kind of actually spend a little time and think about the things that you're grateful for in a day. Because if you don't take the time to do that, it's easy to take them for granted. And right. then, you know, like, for example, we don't have to sleep in an oil tent and our only friend is not a muskrat. He's just one of our friends. Hey, 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 you watch what you say about Murray. He's a very important person in my life right now. I know, and he's a valued <laughs> listener. He's a valued <laughs> listener. You got him set up with his own iPod, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that, well, I guess maybe I do meditate then, because I always try and spend a bit of time. I think also like just kind of being in nature is good, too, where you're not 
it's not like hustle bustle and and actually looking at things you know like watching wildlife or watching a sunset or doing i mean i used to do that in santa monica too. I'd go down and watch the sunset whenever i could or watch the sunrise do your mm-hmm. run during the sunrise whatever i mean i think those kind of being somewhat connected with your environment or with nature is is good maybe that is kind of a form of meditation but mm-hmm. letting all that stuff uh you know sort of like filter through you and whatnot yeah no, well, I know. I, I just know because we, you and I, have talked about it before about being being a little bit depressed, and yeah. uh, you know, you just try and. Well, everybody gets depressed, and it's like I think it's you know, I mean, the one positive about these kind of things when they happen is, I mean, I, I couldn't believe how jammed everything was with talking about it, right? Talking about depression and and people reaching out and 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 sharing stories and sharing outlets for depression and stuff like that so it's it's great i mean it that that is the one sort of positive thing but uh hopefully people stick with it and remember that though you know right they don't get lost down their own down their own hole because obviously that that to me is what it feels it just must be some kind of a hell when you feel like that's your only solution and you yeah you're that lost i mean i can i can relate to that feeling a little bit but i mean obviously if you haven't taken that action you never know really how desperate that person must be and you don't want to know because then you're there too so yeah well i think the other thing is too i mean there's a ton of people saying you know ask for help and get help and if you're depressed like reach out and i think to me i was like it's it's good that people are saying that but i think when i get depressed my thing is is that you 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 completely uh shy away from that like i mean asking for help is the last thing because i think it's it's a depression is a real isolating thing you know i think yeah. when people get yeah. depressed it's like you you recede you you don't interact with people you don't call your friends so i mean people that are depressed they're not going to reach out for help and then i think that's one of the biggest problems with with it is that it's sort of like you said it's up to us to kind of keep an eye on each other and check in and well and hopefully those people probably won't well, or, or at least hopefully now they'll be they'll be aware of the fact that when you are feeling that way, you're under, you know, it's an illusion. It's it's an illusion that that things are never going to get better, and it's always going to be this terrible. And you do need to reach out and kind of let someone hang on to you, and kind of ride it out to a point where you don't feel like that all the time. Yeah, or take some happy pills too. I mean, they have all these medications. I've never tried any of them, but uh... yeah, well, I mean, there's options, right? There's yeah, doctors and prescriptions, and doctors of prescriptions, which I am. Come see me if you're sad. Mm-hmm. Come talk to me. I can help you out. Get a pet. I've got I don't a lot know of different hats. That are I don't know if you can wear. get a pet muskrat, but a lot of places ferrets are legal, and they're sort of rodenty. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of rodenty. They probably listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah man i don't know what i don't know what you do i mean i sort of feel like i think a lot of people are taking antidepressants like i sort of feel like that's a that's a very popular thing now well yeah i and i get that and i don't know exactly where you're going with that but to me sometimes as a person who has been depressed and who has you know some people have said oh you should try this or try that it's like where's the line of when do you know that you really need it when do you know that you don't need it obviously if you're super desperate or if you're if you're feeling completely lost you need to do something to help yourself get out of that but uh, but yeah it seems like 
some people, I, I, yeah, I don't understand it. I, I can't. I'm not a doctor of medical prescriptions as no. far as that goes. I can tell you what kind of vitamins to take. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when I see people that are, like, really happy, I'm like, I bet they're full of, like, prescriptions because they just seem so happy about everything. I'm the other way where I'm like, you ever see people that are just like, they're, you know, they're pushing their stroller through the grocery store and the kid is pulling stuff off the shelves and smashing and stuff. They're just like, yay, this is the best day ever. And I'm like, what are you taking? I want sometimes, to get some of that. Sometimes I think that people who are really happy are deluded. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but they don't really understand what's going on. Have you not been watching the news? Yeah, you well, can't follow this. But maybe, 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 maybe I got to get certified for the medicinal marijuana. Do you have medicinal marijuana up there in Canada? Can you get certified and register up? No, you don't have that. It's sort of decriminalized up here, but they're talking about it. There's a lot of debate about marijuana, but it's 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 not as big of a deal up here. It's sort of decriminalized up here. It's not a huge. So they're not going to hassle you. It's illegal, but they don't care. Yeah, it's sort of. They just sort of. I think realize that look, it's you know, if some guy's smoking a joint on the corner, it's like, hey man, put it out. You know, we got bigger. Problems. We're not going to we're not going to go through all the paperwork of dealing with this. But, you know, just go do it in your apartment or whatever. Yeah, it's not a big not a big deal. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is that does that help with depression? Do they say Mar- the marijuana? Um, I don't know. I do know. Some, I do know that uh, they they sort of talk about it as a solution to almost everything. So <laughs> I, know, I was just going to say, like, I mean, it makes me I, feel like Jesus booze is doesn't is very ineffective for almost everything. If the booze only works yeah. if you're already having a good time and you just drink a little bit of it, then yeah. you're doing good. But it's hard to stop in the middle of the best optimal zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, that's the biggest problem with booze is knowing when to say when. And then that punishing back end, you get that hangover yeah, the next. That's the thing that, yeah, yeah, I know. I've really eased up on it over the last uh, two months. I had like a stag and I had a wedding, and those were the only times I drank, and I drank way too much. And it was just at both times I was like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, yeah, just want to hang out with your muskrat and get off the junk food. Yeah, man, no sugar, muskrats, running, pretty sweet. I'm I'm well on my way to being a crazy person. <laughs> well, when you're out there running, like there. like in Rocky One, when you're out when you're out running with two bricks in your hand or a hatchet, or I guess it was yeah. Rocky Two where he's rolling a log up a hill or something. When you're yeah. out there doing that stuff, then you know you're you're a little bit gone. And I've got a muskrat on my shoulder. Muskrat's like, uh, like coaching you on. Come on, Nigel. Come on, dig. You gotta want it. Fight. You, you gotta want it. You eye of the tiger. I I the muskrat. Come on. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the cure is for depression. Because <laughs> there isn't one. I can't come up with it. Off you're the bringing top me down. Head. You're bringing me down. So you're up in that cabin all by yourself. Yeah. Why yeah. you want to come up? I do. I had a one little... of my friends come up for a few days. I had a buddy come up from LA. He came up and stayed for a while. We had a nice time. It was good. Do you go fishing, or do you just walk around? And there's no TV or anything, right? You just no. It was two channels. Yeah, that's it. So, so you get like the news and some reality TV, but it's like most of the shows are reality shows now. So I don't even watch it. No TV. Yeah, it's tough going. So, uh, so yeah, we went. Uh, we yeah, well, I don't know. We didn't really do anything. We just hung out, drank, had a big bottle of whiskey. Oh, that was still back in your whiskey time. Yeah. Whiskey and well, poems. not like crazy drinking, just sort of, just like, 
Nice time. Nice time drinking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, movies. Had a few movies. You can rent movies up there? Well, I got movies. I I got a bunch of DVDs I got up there. It sounds like a real paradise. Yeah, it's not bad. Is anybody anybody worried about you besides me, Nigel? No. Okay, good. It's the best. This is probably like my favorite. I got a kayak. And where are you speaking to me from right now? I'm at my parents' house right now because they got the Wi-Fi. I got to come in here to use the Wi-Fi. Well, this is the only place that... I was like, I gotta, because you need privacy too, right? Because you can't just yeah. go to a Starbucks and use the Wi-Fi, because then then everybody wants to get involved in our conversation. They see no. how awesome it is. I haven't tried that, but I, I feel like I've seen people trying to do Wi-Fi things at Starbucks before. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of behavior. I just don't understand that thing where you can go to the Starbucks and then just get online and sit there for hours. I feel like, look, yeah. this, you're buying a coffee and a piece of cake. You've got to get yeah. the hell out of here. See, I, I've used Starbucks sometimes because there's one off the highway, so I'll run in. But I'll do all my stuff, like, offline, right? I figure out all my emails and the files, everything that i got to send. And I run in there, jump in, grab a coffee, send, 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 gone. Yeah. Right? I don't want to spend all... Strategic. I don't, I don't understand the people who want to hang out in there. Right. You're like a Navy SEAL okay. with your internet. Yeah. You get in, you get out, get in, you accomplish you what out. you need to do, and then you get the hell out. Yeah, plus I got a muskrat in the car. Who knows what he's going to do? <laughs> yeah, you can't leave him unattended. You know, I can't leave him in there. I don't know what the laws are like in te- in Canada for an unattended muskrat yeah. in your car. Yeah, I don't know what those leather seats are made out of. Could be, but if he finds out it's muskrat, it could be in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> you could be in trouble, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's probably some some kind of beaver or something. I don't know. So is it getting ready to snow? It's not snowing yet. It's August, right? This you still got another month or two. No, it's been beautiful. It's been it's really been an amazing summer up here. It's been absolutely gorgeous. But, uh, yeah, winter's coming, so I don't know. It'll be, I don't know. I'm not looking forward to it. It's They're going to pay for it, having a nice summer like this. And then. uh, No doubt. Yeah, it's going to be bad. So, but, yeah, here till September and then uh, September, October over overseas, which that'll be cold and Across the pond, rainy, terrible. Yeah, it's going to be terrible. And then probably after that, back down to L.A. and. Soak up some sunshine there for a bit. Oh, good. So we'll see you back down so we'll here. Do, yeah, do yeah. Some, do some live potting down here. Yeah, live pot. So um, I'll tell you, I feel like we're circling. We're kind of bringing it in for a landing because I think okay. we, things have, you know, dissipated. We've 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 done it. So we've talked about all the things. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I'm crashing. I ate I ate like three donuts. <laughs> You told me you didn't eat any. Speaking about not eating sugar, you're not eating, I know I cheated. You're not eating junk food. You ate three donuts before the podcast. Yeah, because I came into town and I went to this bakery that I like. I used to go to all the time, and it's so good. And then that's why I told you I also had like three cups of coffee. I didn't mean to have that much. I don't coffee. know if I can believe anything you've told me now. Be, it's all you t- lies. It's yeah, all lies. it is all lies, isn't it? It's all but lies. but it's. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm really feeling the effects of eating those donuts. We look good. I can say that well, here on Skype. You, you do well, look good, and uh, I'm glad you're feeling well. And maybe we can get a little more regular with our because I because I'd love to talk to you and have you be a little more regular on the pod. We could maybe do a little segments, shorter, shorter little brief things. Sure, yeah, yeah. But uh, let's let's, let's sign off now with your closing thoughts, and then you and I can visit a little bit after that. <laughs> Secret on our own time, uh, listeners. I don't want to. 
I don't want to tease you or anything, but Nigel and I have a friendship outside of the Internet, as hard as that yeah. may be for you to believe. There's important things that we discuss <laughs> that are more mundane. conversations are still recorded, and they're going to be released as bonus features. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aren't we doing that as a, like a bonus? I don't think so, but oh, we're not. Okay. posthumously, I'm going to make my entire hard drive public. When they buy it, okay. <laughs> I thought when people buy the box set of the podcast, they get the the bonus features of our private conversation. That's down the road. The box set of all the box set of everything. That's yeah. We're heading into the future where we're all just going to have a camera on our forehead. We're just going to be GoProing our whole lives. Yeah. And you have uh, a chip in your body. And you can wa- you can get the box set of my life, which will take you a, the full length of my life to watch because it's yeah. unedited. Do you think if we get to that point, like, where would you have the chip? Or, like, if you get to the point where we have, like, a USB jack on our body, where would it go? Like, your hip? You'd put it somewhere where people couldn't see it. Well, that would be your first instinct. And then you would realize, oh, I need it to be somewhere where I can see it and I can get to it, you know. And then then the first people to get it will be so bummed out when two years later they come out with a Bluetooth one where you don't have to jack in all the time. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Yeah, I got this stupid <laughs> dongle. That's how I connect to the wind internet. My kid, she just Bluetooths in. Yeah, no, like we'll just snip the cable off. You're like, no, nah, because then it shorts out all the time. It's like I get a zap when I get in the shower. I get problems. No, I don't know. All right. Yeah, that's a problem for the future. Thanks, Nigel. Yeah, that's a problem for the future. I can't deal with that right now. I thought you said take this. Well, everybody, that's that's this week's episode. Thank you, Nigel. Thank you all for listening. And uh, I did want to say goodbye to a friend this week that I've known for a long time. Last week I told you the story of uh, the HBO Young Comedian special and uh, my little my little connection to Robin Williams. And this week, uh, a similar time in my life in 1986, right when I was chosen for that Young Comedian special and just before it taped, I also, uh, at the same time, was in the San Francisco Comedy Competition in 1986. And I I, I won that thing. You know, it's not... uh, It was nice for me that I won it. It was a big break. But the other five comedians in the finals were equally as funny as me and you know those those kind of contests are sort of silly because everybody likes to pick a winner and say that that's the best person but there were a lot of great comics in the competition and all five of the finalists well i'm including myself but the other four milt abel who was one of my early idols in comedy who started out a little bit uh, little bit before me was one of the finalists and Dana Gould who went on to be a writer producer on the Simpsons was one of the finalists and he he's a great comic and somebody who I always look forward to seeing he has a podcast you can check out the Dana Gould hour and then uh, Eddie Strange who is has a real name and his real name is Ross Bennett very very funny guy and he's still he's still working out there and then the fourth finalist, who I put forth because that's who I'm saying farewell to, is Rich Seisler. He's a comic from Boston. He was powerful back then, and he remained uh, a real, uh, real funny guy who kept at it just as I did, doing stand-up around the country and really all over the place. And cruise ships were his thing. And a couple of weeks ago, he took ill on a cruise ship and had to be 
medevaced out and wound up in the Dominican Republic and complications set in and uh, he never made it back to Boston. He passed away and uh, he was a very funny guy and I was really looking forward to, to seeing him this December when I was going to be in Boston. So, um, goodbye, Rich. Rich Seisler. Check him out on the internet and, uh, and be sorry that you're not going to go see him live because he's he's no longer around anyway not to not to bring it down i just wanted to say something nice about rich because i'm really sad to see him go you can check him out on the internet seisler is spelled with a c and um, thank you so much for listening this week do not give up there will be plenty of time to give up later i know you know what i mean by that but let me just point it out to you hang in there it's going to be it's going to be it's going to get good. It's going to get good. We got a chance to have a good time together. Don't fuck that up. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. This is the theme song to the thing. I can't believe you had three donuts. Oh, I didn't mean to, though. Like, But then I saw one, and I was like, ah, I'm just going to get one. And then there was another kind there that I really liked, too. And I was like, ah. Whatever. It's like the one. Haven't had anything for. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time, right? And then, but now I don't feel so good. With that, with yeah. all the copy, I was maybe a little too excited about doing the podcast too. Getting new, getting all set up. What are you doing? You can't tell what he's saying, but he's talking to me. <laughs> You'd like to talk to me? Well, Nigel, hang in there. Uh, I still got Murray. Yeah. We've Maybe. lost all of our listeners at this point. Well, they're not listening to this part. We already said goodbye. Oh, did we say goodbye? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, are we still, are we still going? No. Uh.